we trying to behave ourselves on the story? Well, y'all know what we thinking right now. <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. As your kids, tell them to sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking. <laughs> T-G-I-M. Hey, everybody. Welcome to TGIF. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan, and it's Wednesday, and we are back with another brand new episode of TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea that we're about to spill on everybody. All right, y'all, please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host, Funky Dineva, that is alcohol-free. What's going on? Hey, Claudia. <laughs> Baby, I read over the Hot Topics list, and I am excited about tonight's show. Oh, good. Okay, okay. <laughs> is that the only thing you're excited about? That's all. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that later. <laughs> Please welcome brand strategist Al Reynolds. Hey, Al. What's going on, Claudia? Are you alcohol free as well? I am. Uh, tonight I'm alcohol free only because I came straight for work. I didn't have time to hit the liquor store. So a little hot tea for the hot tea that we're going to spill tonight. And I'm at a hotel. I'm here in Atlanta. I'm doing some stuff out here. And I was about to go hit this uh, hotel bar, but I'm like, I just can't spend $40 on something that I know is $8. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I don't know. They will get you. They will get so, you. Claudia, the what's this deal? What's the deal with you being alcohol-free lately? I thought antibiotics. When someone says they don't drink, I instantly think <laughs> antibiotics. But I think with Q, and we well, know Now Q, I got a UTI. <laughs> <laughs> I think with Q, he does so much every day. So uh-huh. he has to give his liver a break every once in a while because we'd be calling Q sometimes, but we used to. It'd be 5 p.m. He's like, what y'all want? I'm still in the bed. We'd be like, yeah, wait, right. what? I think he has I, to give his body a rest sometime, right? I had a gentleman caller. Oh, okay. now the truth's coming out. And therefore, because I drank last night, I'm drinking lemonade today. Is that, that's all. Like I said, he's giving that thing a rest tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so Q, when you say a gentleman caller, <laughs> and this is like the third or fourth of maybe fifth time. I don't, Al's the one that keeps up with the numbers, right? Uh-huh. He always be, it, it, any potential with any of these people? Or are they just all one-offs? Just one-offs. Just one nice dance. You know, whore. <laughs> but you're a basic one, right? Because you said you pretty, don't do Pretty that basic. Drink, you know, so. a couple vodka drinks and a smile. You know, <laughs> don't take much. <laughs> remember when Q was in love for like four days? Oh, I remember that. <laughs> He's like, this is it, y'all. He was posting oh, on social media and everything. Was oh, Russian, no. right? Was he Russian? He was Russian. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. he ever try to come back around? We still, we still fool Allah. Oh, okay. I would love to see y'all both settle down and just be in stable relationships. So uh, it ain't y'all can, <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, we're going to get into some hot topics and we'll dig more into your life at a, at a later date. Uh, this story keeps uh, more layers keep being added to this story. After being terminated from CNN, former anchor Chris Cuomo is now facing sexual harassment allegations. Now, workplace attorney Deborah Katz plans to share supporting documents, accused, uh, accusations by a former colleague of Cuomo's at ABC News, where the alleged harassment happened. Katz said, my client came forward at this time because she felt in sharing her story and uh, related documentation, she could help protect other women. She added that the women, the women would like to remain anonymous. Now, these allegations are from 2000. He worked there 2006 to 2009. What are your thoughts about these allegations, this new allegation coming out now? 
Al, do you want to start on this one? Well, you know, the allegations are the same as Bill Cosby. A lot of Bill Cosby's allegations were 20 and 30 years ago. We didn't care. We wanted the same justice from those years ago as if it happened two weeks ago. I think with this particular case, though, when you hear the name Deborah Katz, you know you're in trouble. And that's why CNN was quick to pull the trigger. And also, in addition to Deborah, Deborah Katz, we heard that Cravath, the law firm, is the one who actually went through all the documents that uh, he had, had exchanged with his brother's office, as well as the text messages. And they are the one that came back to CNN and, and actually uh, suggested or uh, recommended termination. And, you know, Carath is the number one law firm in the country. So they're going to do what they say they're going to do because they did the research. Q, what do you think about this? This is just a very unfortunate fall from grace. Um, I don't know what to feel. A large part of me feels like this is a hit piece that somebody put a hit out on Cuomo uh, to take them out. They're doing a very good job. The other part of me is they're hitting you with stuff that you did. I mean, and I guess you have to pay the piper. It's just sad all the way around. I really loved Chris Cuomo. And just to see his legacy just completely tarnished like this and him to go out so, you know, disgracefully, it saddens me. I hate the how inconsistent things are as far as like the punishment, right? Like for some people that get found guilty of rape, there'll be judges that will say, you know, it's inappropriate to really ruin this man's life. So we're just going to like not let him off with, you know, whatever. And then others get their entire life taken away from them from an allegation uh, of a grazing against a buttocks or touching of an arm. And I'm not diminishing what this woman says she went through, but I hate when I hear sexual harassment getting punished more harshly than rape. Well, in this case, he was not being punished for the sexual harassment because they had the misconduct, sexual misconduct. I'm, I'm sorry. He's being punished for lying to his boss and for, you know, jeopardizing his journalistic integrity. That's what Kravath at Kerbath actually did the research on and determined that not only did he violate multiple policies at CNN, but there was nothing that they could do to protect him at this point because he had flat out lied to the head man in charge. Well, then also you hear about Chris Cuomo saying that the, well, there's, they're saying that he's going to be suing CNN for his uh, the remainder of his contract and that he said that he had made them aware of exactly what he did. Any thoughts on that? I think it's great. I I, I always think it's good when you can sue and get the remainder of your contract is you get paid to sit on your ass and not do nothing and get the rest of your money. It sounds like a win-win for me, especially considering the fact that Chris is such a high profile. This is not like he's just some lonely staff writer for the Sun Sentinel and he can go get another staff writer job at some newspaper in Idaho. Like when you're Chris Cuomo and you lose a job like this, there really is no other job for you to get no time soon. So I hope that man do get his money and get to go sit down. What's the man name? The uh, Matt Lauer. Didn't Matt Lauer get all his money and disappear from the face of the planet? We ain't heard from him in years. Hmm. I think he did get paid. Brian Gumbel. Yeah. What Brian Gumbel did? <laughs> what he had did? He Where, is he? Ain't he? Where is he? Yeah, what was his issue? He touched somebody. 
I, don't, so. I, don't, I can't remember. I think it was like he, they were saying he was hard to work with or something. But you remember at one point he was at the top of his game. You couldn't touch him. And then next thing you know, they plucked him off the network. And we haven't heard much of him since then. I've seen him conduct some independent interviews and stuff and work behind the scenes. But I haven't seen him in front of the camera in a long time. Yeah, was he was, wasn't he doing that 30 for 30? Wasn't that him? Something like that. The 30 for 30, the, yeah, the, the expert. Chris, into the he can go over to Netflix or something or start a podcast, child. I mean. He left his uh, his uh, serious radio show, too. I'm like, everything. Some people fired him. They just let him say <laughs> Yeah. They I think Chris Cuomo, there's, 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 listen, there's a lot of opportunities out there still. He has too many people that still want to see him on television. Right. Like, like us. All right. Moving on. Jesse Smollett testified that uh, during his alleged hate crime trial and uh, he's spilling all types of tea. He said that the first night he met Bola Asandario, they smoked weed and used cocaine together afterwards. Then they went to a club and a bathhouse. Now, based on Matt Finn's reports, Smollett testified that he and Bola got a private room in a gay bathhouse and did more than just drugs. They made out and touching was involved. Jesse also claims that Lee Daniels, the creative empire, told him that he was fat, which motivated him to lose weight for a video. What are your thoughts on these new details? And Jesse's like, shoot, he's he's G money. He like if if I'm going down, you know, he's Christopher Williams in, in New Jack City. If, I, if I'm going down, y'all all gonna get <laughs> dragged into this. What are your thoughts? And you know, the sad part about it is he also drugged Don Lemon into this mess. You know what I'm saying? That Don already on thin ice over there at his job. <laughs> they already don't let Cuomo ass go. They looking for any reason to let Don ass go. Don already don't touch this man all in the crotch and smelled it. Now, um, Jussie bring it. Jussie, listen. <laughs> Last week, I told y'all I was on the fence about what we was doing with Jussie. Okay. This week, I'm off the fence. Uh-oh. We throwing Jussie ass in the garbage, okay? Because <laughs> Jussie is throwing everybody under the bus. It ain't the prosecutor people business that y'all did cocaine and went and hunched at the bathhouse. It's just, it's, 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 it's useless information. You know what I'm saying? Like, why couldn't you just say we met and we went to Piccadilly Cafeteria and ate? Why they got to know the ins and outs of what was going in and out? You know what Uh-oh. I'm saying? And then on top of that, this piece about Don Lemon, I'm curious to know, did they find that out in Discovery or if you snitched and said that Don Lemon told you that the people was coming for you? Because, Jesse, this just wrong. You did this and now you're trying to take the whole Hollywood down with you. Take your L and go on and sit down somewhere on your own well don't they i think they got his phone right his his records right his uh so they could see his well, text the text, they saw the text messages yeah. and the phone calls now see the interesting part here about don lemon we're going to come back to the to the brothers the interesting part about don lemon was that jesse claims the reason why he mentioned it was because he that's the reason why he didn't turn over his phone when the police asked about it. And of course, we know that not to be true, but he used that as an example as the reason why he did not turn it over to the police. Now, as it relates to this this trial, this trial is like a psycho thriller romance, if you ask me. The story gets more scandalous and steamy. You got a bathhouse, you got gyms, you got private rooms, you got Nigerians, you got drugs, you got naked, you got bodybuilders, you got masturbation, you got making out. Like what more is going on in this when at first when he came to America, it was a hate crime. 
<laughs> we done moved from a hate crime to a full-out brothel situation with two African Nigerians, or two Nigerians. But you know what's so funny, Claudia? Chicago is using this as an example of them doing good policing because of all the corruption that they got going on in that city. And unfortunately, this is the best example to use to show that they're trying to stop crimes and lies and deception in the city of Chicago. Now, Q, where is Miss Lori Lightfoot? Now, you told Jesse to take her a pie the other week. Did you tell her to take her a cake to one of her I parties? Did. And then so, to help her get off, take her, take her a tailor to help her get a new suit or something. We have they, not heard. Do we thing. think, Claudia, that Jesse can rebound from this? Is, is, is he valuable enough in Hollywood that he can rebound from this? Yes and no. Um, uh, he, he did shoot himself in the foot, but we're in a different time now where the most ridiculous types of people's career, like people are famous for gorilla glue. You know what I'm saying? People are famous for all kinds of things. And yeah, will he have the same prestige as before? No, but these people still want to work with them. I know Vivica Fox went on the record and she was on TMZ and she said that she wants to work with them in the future. And if Vivica's saying that publicly, I'm sure there's a lot of other people that would still be down to work with them. You know, I think there's child molesters that still do movies. You, you know what I'm saying? So I, I think if he wants to work again, all he has to do is come clean and apologize. At this point, with all the drugs that we learned that he's into, weed, cocaine, he's, uh, the brother said he buys Molly and other stuff. Just say that you were going through a time in your life with all the pressures from Empire that you were you were in a drug and <laughs> trauma or something and, and go to go to rehab. And go away for a year or two in rehab and come back. But the only other issue now is we hope Don Lemon doesn't get fired because of Jesse's testimony. We're going to get into that story in the, in the next block. We, we're definitely going to get into that all the way because I all these unnecessary casualties. We're going to take a quick break. Before we go to break, correction, let me correct myself. I said it was G Money. Then I said uh, uh, Christopher Williams. It was Nino Brown that said, if Nino I go Martin, down, uh, everyone's going down. I didn't take my brain pill today. I'm sorry, chat. <laughs> y'all have corrected me. I see y'all. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more TGIF after this. Remember Welcome back to TGIF. We were talking during the break about the whole Jesse case, about whether or not he's just voluntarily snitching on everybody, or is this a casualty or a cause and effect of them getting his phone records and seeing the public names? Oh, Don Lemon. Oh, this one, that one. And and Q, you just said something interesting. You said, I don't think they should be able to out other people. Yeah, I think, I think if you subpoena my phone records as a result of whatever, we seal cases and stuff all the time. I, I just think it's unright if we're in the Jussie Smollett case to now implicate other folks and to, and to do it publicly. I think they could, could do whatever they need to do in the courtroom without revealing the people's name and block that out from the court records because it's just not right. And in any one of us, if we think about what's in our phone right now, baby, I, I can have a whole doggone United States implicated in some of every damn thing. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And I see why people, I see why he was hesitant to give up his phone. I mean, who would that you would feel so vulnerable with people just looking through and people that try to help them give them a heads up, which who wouldn't do that for their friend? Right. Now may lose their job. All right. Once again, we touched upon this before about CNN uh, facing calls to actually fire Don Lemon for his involvement in the uh, Jesse Smollett case. Jesse testified on Monday that Don Lemon texted him a heads up to warn him that the Chicago Police Department did not believe his allegations about being the victim of a hate crime. Now, many are left wondering 
why Don Lemon failed to ever mention his role in the case. Oh, because he didn't want to get fired. That's why. What are your thoughts on this story? What are your thoughts on? Do you think Don Lemon had an obligation to say, hey, guys, I did text Jesse and say that people don't believe him. Or is that just their business between friends? I think it's just their business between friends. Now, my degree is not in journalism. I don't know what all the rules of ethics were, but this doesn't feel like he did anything ethically wrong. He didn't interfere with a story or he didn't, you know, shift the narrative. He simply said, I got this story to report at eight o'clock and in these papers say these people don't believe your ass. Just the FYI. Al, what do you think? Well, Don Lemon admitted that he talked to Jesse every day during after the event. So he made that very public on his show that they text back and forth and he speaks to Jesse every day. So the public knows that already. CNN knows that already. I think it's the once again, the integrity, the journalistic integrity where he shared proprietary information with Jesse uh, more than one time uh, that is leading him down this road of possible termination. I think it's a 1000% understandable, but I get, you know, whatever the rules are on CNN, I'm not sure. But how come Fox News doesn't seem to have these same rules is what I'm wondering. Okay, that part. Like, that's, I, I think, I think that's the frustrating part of all of this. Like, we just see on one side an overcorrection, on the other side, no correction. And you can't tell me that they've been all by the book. Yeah. It's uh-huh. absolutely frustrating. All right, moving on. Tessica Brown, a.k.a. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. If it's, tra- I'm go. <laughs> if, it's tra- <laughs> if it's trending, we got to talk about it. Now, we don't have to spend a lot of time. Now, she's having issues with her hair again. Now, Brown recently posted a video on social media and she had her new hair issue. Watch this. Rinsing it out. And as I'm rinsing it out through my hair, my hair is steady coming out as I'm rinsing my hair out. Listen, I'm convinced she rinsed her damn brain out as well, or it got left on the damn surgery table when that man went and took that gorilla glue out of her head. Fame is one hell of a drug. All right, Tessica, you already got us with the gorilla glue. Great. You know what I'm saying? Now, with, with the little few strands of hair you got left, you don't went and put some damn CBS brand rinse in there, and now your hair falling out. The question I have for you is, what do you want from us now? You took your GoFundMe money and bought a Mercedes, so you must be done with that and your PPP money must be done. What do you want from us now? I would be too embarrassed to get my ass on the internet and let these people know I don't tow up the little piece of hair that I got left and now I'm bald-headed to the root. I want this lady with this jacked-up name to go sit her ASS down somewhere and leave us alone. I'm sick of it. And then she had a song and then had a nerve to get mad that Nicki Minaj's people did not reach back out to her. And she was mentioned because Gorilla Glue Girls mentioned a Nicki song or there was a reference. Nicki Minaj is an actual huge international superstar. She's not going to she's need to do a song with you, lady. Um, Al, what do you think about the Gorilla Glue Girl? And do you think this is a good brand strategy to post videos with their hair in her hand? Well, obviously, because we're covering it. But as far as I'm concerned, she needs to shave her head like me (laughs) at this point and just start over. 
uh, and use that starting over as your opportunity to introduce something new to your base that's following you. Her, her hair is that long right now. I just really think she probably should shave it all off, start, you know, some hair growth product or something that she wants us to follow and let us watch it grow back and grow back great and beautiful and, and, and be an entrepreneur. Because this was not accidental. I'm over it. It just it wasn't, it wasn't accidental. I wouldn't even be surprised if that hair, first of all, that hair in her hand looked like curly weave out the pack. All right. I wouldn't even be surprised if that's not her damn hair. Um, and I think the average woman would be too embarrassed to be sitting there combing her damn hair in the mirror and it's coming out and you look like you got alopecia and mange at the same damn time. Like, <laughs> Tessica, go to bed, girl. I mange. <laughs> Looking like she need to go down to the Humane Society and get a flea bath. <laughs> like, girl, bye. All right, we're done covering Jessica, Tessica. We're done. We're not going to cover her anymore. Oh. That's the last time I'm covering Tessica. I do have to co- make a correction here, uh, Foxhole. Um, from, uh, we, we have to clear this up. Brian Gumbel hasn't had a sexual misconduct scandal. Uh, right. So his wife accused him of uh, multiple infidelity in their divorce, but nothing workplace related. So we want to definitely clear the air. Brian Gumbel did not have anything workplace related. Uh, he's also hosts HBO's Real Sports. I just want to make a clear, you know, clarify that. And, uh, you know, we are fact-checking on the spot here. <laughs> TGIF. We don't want to mislead. All right, guys. Um, yeah, so today, we're, not, we're from here on out, no more Tessica. No more Tessica. Y'all cool with that? I'm, yeah, I'm down with it. Cool with that. All right, guys. And feel-good news, rapper 50 Cent proudly announced that 66 out of 75 students enrolled in his G <laughs> Unity Business Lab program are employed. G Unity Business Lab is a 12-week entrepreneur program that serves the Houston Independent School District. Now, he founded and contributed $300,000 to the launch of the program that started in the fall. Now, despite 50's foolery and his antics online and all of his trolling that he does, we've got to give him props on making an impact in his community because that's, 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 that's a big deal. That is a big deal. What are your thoughts on this? Always positive. You can never say nothing, you know, wrong when somebody's loving on the kids. I would like some more details. Uh, Employed doing what, you know, what the program does. How much are they being paid? How long will they be employed for? Will the employment turn into a future opportunity in the industry or in engineering or whatever particular field it's geared towards? So I would love to know, you know, more than just what the, the, the publicist put out for you know, good PR for 50, but I think it's a good thing. Absolutely, Al? Yeah, man, I got to tell you, uh, (laughs) this type of stuff makes me think 50 Cent is human again. It really warms my heart to see also that all of the kids that participated in the program are African-American. I feel like that's super great. And Q, to your uh, suggestion of that you needed to learn more. I did somewhat of a deeper dive on what this is called the G Star program. And let me tell you a little bit about it. They go through this immersion, if you will, where they learn how to do business ethics, they learn core business skills, they learn how to write a business plan for the business that they come up with that they want to, uh, uh, to, to start. They also learn bookkeeping on how to source and how to manage the, you know, their books uh, and their money, which I think is 
great. And they get major input from what I understand from all the successful people and businesses that mirror the ones that the people are interested in being in on their own. And the last thing is, Q, at the end of the program, they have a competition similar to that of Shark Tank, where the kid that actually wins gets the funding that day to start his business. For me, this is thumbs up for, for, for 50 Cent. And I'm just glad you're not out here trolling grown women anymore. Instead, you're helping young kids be entrepreneur and successful entrepreneurs like yourself. Thumbs up to 50 Cent. Maybe his son could join the program so we can get some attention and care. <laughs> Are they talking? No, they haven't. They don't talk anymore. So I'm just I, like, it's like this. It's like, uh, I got mad respect for 50 in business. But like you do these for these kids. So you are capable. But your own son, your son probably looking at these kids like. I can't even get my daddy to do it for me. That's a whole nother episode for Iyama. We are not qualified. <laughs> you are right. We are qualified for hot topics and gossip. <laughs> Portia Williams' fiance, Simon Gabadia, shared that he is now trauma-free after completing 175 hours of therapy. His post reads, at 175 hours of therapy and counting, I'm whole and trauma-free. What are your thoughts on Simon's post? I don't know that that's how that works. Hmm? I don't know that that's how that works. (laughs) Um, I'm not a psychologist. Um, Are we ever trauma free or do we just learn to cope? Um, I just don't I just don't know that that's how that works. Like you go through trauma, then you do a couple of hours and then you get a certificate at the end that certifies you as trauma free. I just don't think that that's how that works. Al, do you think that Simon Gabadi is now trauma-free from 175 hours of therapy? Was it 175 or was it 175,000? Was it only 175? 175 hours. An hour. Then I definitely don't think that's how it works. I think Bravo's got to come up with some new writers for this for this show that they're doing because this one ain't working. This one just ain't working. That's not how it works. You do therapy to learn how to manage the trauma. That that's what I'm saying. You know, I don't, I don't, think I don't you know do. that you're is- trauma-free. He's 56 years old. 175 hours is what? 19, 19 days, maybe. Man, get out of here. That don't even make any sense. I think after the first one or two episodes of that new show aired, that they were getting absolutely dragged about uh, what you know the real deal is and the timeline mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So, and Dennis, uh, Porsche's uh, father of her, her child, is the breakout star of that show. So you know what? Al, I think this is up your alley with the brand strategist and all that. Like, you know, you, 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 this is something that I could see you speaking on, uh, how to come up with something positive to say, and who can criticize a black man that went through therapy, except here on TGIF, where we see through the bullshit. You know, I just feel like they just needed to put something positive. And it seems to me that this man is very, 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 very much, um, enthusiastic about media coverage. So I think he I think he needs that that reinforcement date like as often as possible. Well, here's my other thing too. If you're gonna tell it, tell it all. What's the trauma? Like, bitch, I'm nosy. You did 100 175 hours. That's a whole lot of trauma. What was it? Well, he's on to he's about to be married for the fourth time. So I think that's probably in relationships. I don't know Uh what his background is with his family. No, I don't know. But well, after all realize the trauma, the real trauma is being on reality TV. He Listen, after Porsche put that donkey button, them big old legs on his ass. Okay, 
he gonna need 175 more damn hours. And if she mess around and get pregnant, which I'm pretty sure is in the plan, he gonna need 275 hours <laughs> messing around with Portia and Diane. Okay. <laughs> oh, Simon. Who does he look like? Celebrity look like? Who's he Florida look like? Evan. <laughs> you think so? Esther Rowe, yes. On Rosewood when she came on that porch with that gun. Oh my goodness. Maya Angelou. <laughs> from, from this era when she wrote I Know How to Cage Bird Scene. Um, Mammy from Gone with the Wind. He looked like Mammy. He also looked like the mama from Imitation of Life. He also gave me Hattie McDaniel singing. I mean, not Hattie McDaniel, but Mahalia Jackson singing. Oh, my God. Down that Martin Luther King funeral. (laughs) And last on the list, he looked like Harriet Tubman. He looked like all these powerful black women. And it's only fitting that he looked like Harriet Tubman. Because he can help educate Portia about the true location of the underground <laughs> And that is why God brought him into her life. On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break to say a prayer and get some holy water for ourselves so we don't all go to hell for laughing. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. If you're having a good time, give us a thumbs up in the comments or some flames. Give us some, some positive love, some love in there. And I will read some of your comments in the next block. All right, y'all. Did you know that um, even an okay credit score can cost you over a hundred grand over the life of a 30-year loan? Well, that's why you should use ScoreMaster before you apply for any loan. ScoreMaster can take a credit score from okay to great fast. The average user adds 61 points in 20 days or less. Now, recent COVID surges will probably keep interest rates low for now. And adding 61 points to your score could save you thousands on a home loan, but those rates will go up soon. So before you apply, visit scoremaster.com where you may add points to your credit score fast. Then you can maintain and protect your credit score with 24-7 credit monitoring and $1 million in fraud insurance. Now, it only takes three minutes to to enroll. See your points, get on track, and get more points and qualify for the lowest loan rates. Go ahead and visit scoremaster.com slash T. That's scoremaster.com slash T and get started today. We're going to take our last, well, we're going to take another commercial break and we'll be back with the stories in the shade and the tea when we return. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm with Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Fellas, you're having a good time tonight. I'm having an amazing time, me and this Publix Lemonade. And none of us have been drinking tonight. No. Because I'm classy, save, sanctified, and full of the Holy Spirit. First of all, you full of something. I don't know if it's the Holy it Spirit or all these gentlemen college you've been having. Hey, I just want to say I'm so happy about this. I, I cannot reiterate how I express how happy I am about this surgery. Like, I have not had to use my glasses in like two weeks now. Like, mm. it's if y'all have problems with the vision, I encourage you to check out um, clear lens surgery, clear lens replacement. I'm definitely going to try it. I'm um, try it. I mean, I'm confidence restored all right y'all uh some people whose confidence was uh not restored and kind of beat down these people got fired on zoom better.com's uh ceo vishal Garg (laughs) announced that the mortgage company would be laying off about nine percent of its workforce on zoom 
and informed more than the 900 employees that they were terminated. Now, uh, he said, if you're on this call, you are part of the unlucky group that's being laid off. He continued, your employment here is terminated effective immediately. Now, he told employees they could expect an email from Human Resources with a breakdown of their benefits and severance. Was this cruel? And how would you handle this if you were one of the employees? You know, you get on a Zoom call, you think it's, oh, we're going to have an update for the new year or and then to be fired like that. What do y'all think? I want somebody to explain to me a better, more efficient way to fire 900 people. You know what I'm saying? Like he can't personally call everyone. They don't have the capacity to bandwidth or the manpower. I don't have an issue with the people being fired over Zoom. I had an issue with how insensitive his words were. You know, when you tell somebody you've been terminated effective immediately, it's almost as if you caught them stealing copy paper or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, have a little more compassion. I think that the statement could have been crafted more along the lines of, you know, things that are going on in the market. And as a result, we have to adjust the company accordingly, something like that. And unfortunately, because revenue was low, we have to let some people go. But to call people, you're part of the unlucky bunch and you've been terminated effective immediately. I mean, talk to me a little better than that. I agree with that. Al, what do you think? And they they are reaching out to all the people because he said everyone's getting an email the next day. Well, to they actually were caught stealing (laughs) the employees that he addressed he said he accused them of stealing from their colleagues and from their customers because of they they were unproductive so just want to let everybody know out there because you've been sent home with the laptop you got to be very sure of the technology that they put in your laptop at various companies including better.com they're putting what's called keystroke in your laptop so they can count your productivity by the number of times you strike the keys. And in this particular case, he accused them of stealing because the employees that were there, or at least the large majority of them, were only keystroking two hours of the day, but they were clocking eight hours in. Now, the thing that frustrated me the most wasn't how he caught them. That's fine. The thing in this case that confused me was amongst the firing you all was the diversity, equity, and inclusion recruitment team. Now, that is what I thought was very interesting. So he fired the entire team that was there to create diversity for the organization. Other than, other than that, if you only work in two hours and you're supposed to be working eight and you get caught, this is what it looks like. You get a termination. Isn't everybody that's working from home doing this, though? Yeah, and, and here's nothing. I don't, I don't know how they measure their deliverables. But if I'm closing my accounts and my loans closing, rather I'm working nine hours or two hours, but long as I'm hitting my numbers, that's all that matters. So, mm. so Q, I mean, are you saying I mean, you would have been fired? What I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, you don't get up till three o'clock. You know he gonna get I don't want no computer from Fox Soul. I don't want no phone <laughs> from y'all ass. I don't want no equipment from no damn job. If which I if you got a whole department with somebody to sit on their ass and monitor how many strokes I'm doing, that's one sorry ass job. Okay. Let me tell you something, Claudia. I had a friend that we've gone to school with forever. She worked in benefits or whatever. Right. So theirs is a keystroke too. So she used to tell her son, go sit over there. Go sit over there and pretend like you 
stroking the keys oh, so that she could get her strokes of keys in the hours that she worked. Oh, God, that was funny. Why she cooked them breakfast and stuff. That's kind of a good idea. These, I mean, jobs, kind of- these jobs will find a way to micromanage the hell out of you. I've always been one of those type of people when I managed people for the brief time that I did. I didn't care what time you came to work, what time you left. I didn't care what you did just as long as you met your deliverables. If you can get your work done in two hours, get it done in two hours and go home for the other six for all I care. I feel you. All right. Moving on. People in the chat, they want to hear us talk about this. Little baby's uh, baby mother, Aisha Howard, is weighing in on the Tristan Thompson scandal about him allegedly fathering a child with his personal trainer marley nichols now aisha tweeted i feel so sorry for chloe kardashian she's in love with a risk taker a reckless man that doesn't respect her or himself he literally puts himself in a position for these things to keep happening and doesn't care to learn from it or own up to any of it she went on to say i don't care how much money you got if you move careless that's bum behavior well respected and well put together men move a certain way and they're sturdy, mind, body, and spirit focused and smart, and they move as such. Do you uh, agree with these tweets? And should we feel bad or do you feel bad for Khloe Kardashian? I agree with everything old girl said, but she didn't mind her damn business. All right. It was not her place. <laughs> Who are you in relation to this story to, to, to get on Twitter and add your name to the mix of what's going on? Um, I feel bad for... For Tristan, people need to understand that only broken men, he's broken in some capacity. And he, he's got all this masculine vibrato and all of this NBA player vibrato, but I see through all of that, my Iyanla Van Zandt third eye, he's a broken black man. And Chloe um, Kardashian, she's broken. You know, they're, 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 there's no way in hell at this point, she has to take control of her, of her life. And she can no longer be the victim by saying, my life will be good if he just acts right. No, he's already shown that he's not going to act right. So it's now up to you to take the steering wheel of your life and make the decision that best fits where you're trying to go. Al, what do you think? I mean, I guess that I guess that's okay. I mean, but somebody help me. Isn't she little baby's baby mama? Mm hmm. Isn't she the second baby mama, a little baby? I don't know. Didn't she get caught out? I'm I'm just confused. I don't know that I would be taking advice from her. I'm not saying that she didn't say very, you know, smart things, but um, I'm not sure about this one. I think she's the second baby mama of little baby, right? If I'm not mistaken. You know, I, I think it's less about her because, listen, we can't sit here and say who are they because we sit here and do that every single time when we get on the show. We, you know what I'm saying? Like, everyone's entitled to have an opinion. Uh, the part for me about is feeling bad for Khloe Kardashian, and, and I don't feel bad for Khloe Kardashian, and this is why. When you first got with Tristan, you flaunted this relationship when his girlfriend was pregnant and going through, had to go through giving birth to a child, and you were publicly flaunting this like i got some prize there was seemed to be no sympathy and no grace in in that and and you there was no sympathy for this woman that that went through that when you took french when you were with french montana and and you were with um james harden that were both the boyfriends of trina who was your girl there was no smoke there when jordan the other one jordan woods when you heard he he kissed she kissed your little cheating ass man dragged her through the she got dragged so I'm sorry. I don't feel that sympathy for Chloe. I don't because if you, I, I, 
I just don't feel sorry for her at this point. I just don't. I kind of feel like this is kind of what karma looks like. You know, I don't feel bad for her in relation to Tristan. I feel bad for her because I can look into her eyes and see her soul and just see that she's broken. Like she, she's just, she's broken. She is, but you know what? She helped break Jordan as well. Yeah, got a point. And it, you're right. She is broken and hurt people do hurt people. But damn, where was the girl called then? I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I feel sorry for you, but I feel more sorry for the active role you played in hurting other black women. All right, we're going to take another commercial break. Our last one, I promise y'all. I know y'all like, okay, another commercial. Hey, how you think we get these checks? We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more TGIF after this. Okay, I see you, YouTube commenters, soulmates. Y'all going in on the comments. If I, They're going so fast. So uh, producers, if y'all want to throw anything in the chat, I can read some of those. All right, we're going to keep going. We have a couple more things to mention about Tristan. Well, one more thing about Tristan. Um, he files an emergency petition in Harris County, Texas, and asks the judge to issue a gag order preventing Nichols from talking about the case. Tristan claims Nichols violated a confidentiality order the judge orally granted earlier after she sued him over paternity. And according to court documents, reports show that Tristan claims Nichols has been doing interviews and leaked his info on social media. What are your thoughts on this? He asked for a gag order. He does not want his uh, third baby mama to talk. What y'all think about this? I mean, dude, this is what comes with it. Like, this is why more teams need to sign up for that Brittany Renner class that Deion Sanders signed his players up for. Once upon a time, it just used to be about, see, these side chicks, the rules don't change in 2021. Once upon a time, they was not interested in messing up your happy home. They wanted they check. They wanted them a little Mercedes Benz C230, a little piece of townhouse <laughs> and a Chanel bag. And they went and sat their ass down with their baby. They didn't care if you was in the baby life. They didn't care about none of that. Just as long as them 10000 a month came from children and families. Okay, now, these days, with the social media, these bitches, they want to be, they want the check. They want you to be active in the child life, even though you resent the child. They want to be famous and they want to come around your mammy house and eat her dressing during Thanksgiving. They want it all, but I can't feel bad for him because he did it. That part, can't have it both ways now, can you, Trissy? You got to go cheat with married women, okay? You black yeah. fellas. Cheat with married women who got whole families that'll be toe up if the shit hit the fan. Cheat with deaconesses from the church who will be embarrassed <laughs> and ousted from the community if it leak. Stop cheating with these half a GED, three credit hours at hair school having ass helpers that ain't got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Cheat smarter. <laughs> you make a lot of sense. Like you say, when well, you're right, you're right. You know, the issue with this, though, was he only offered her $75,000 to go away and have an abortion. Like she already figured it out in her head. She, based on the money that he makes, and these women know this when they're messing with these athletes, based on the money that he makes, she's going to get $15,000 a month for a kid. That's $180,000 a year, which is $3.2 million for the life of the child. You can't offer a woman who sees you as a bag 
$75,000 in abortion to go away. This is her come up. Now, the funny thing here is they had a confidentiality agreement that she did breach. And I'm going to tell you who told him to go get this gag order. That right there is a Chris Jenner move. She wants to shut the noise because it's making her daughter and the family look crazy again. They don't want this maternity case out there. And requesting that gag order will only silence her, will not only silence just her, but him as well. That means neither of them can talk on the outstanding issue. Can we talk what, about how reckless Tristan is? Like, he's just busting off in everybody. What Chris needs to do is make her daughter do a press conference with Gloria Alred and say she is through with Tristan Thompson. And I know some of y'all got mad at me when I said this last week, but if I was Chloe, I would kept my ass to the courthouse, get that Negro custody of that damn child and rid him for my life forever. Take this damn baby. I don't want you or this damn baby, okay? And get out my life. I don't think she's that offended by it. I think she's more embarrassed publicly than she is on what the situation is. You're dating a professional athlete. They can have any woman they want at any time. They're always having sex. She knows that. She knows she should know that by now. How many professional athletes have she been with? She knows she can't change these young men that have the world at their hand. They're rich. They're healthy. They're strong. They're in the best shape they've ever been. They can have any woman that they want. I don't think that's the issue. I think it's the public embarrassment that's that she's uh, battling with now. And all, like I said last week, just say you're in an open relationship. They need take the win out the side. They need to spend more time hanging out with the Hilton family and the Tinsley Lattimore's of the world and the Rothschild, honey, because they sh- they show you how to date and how to marry, okay? They date and marry for world domination. Y'all dating and marry for embarrassment and bags, and I just don't understand it. I think they're also dating for, for Dak. Right. <laughs> and you, and, and uh, me and my friend Nikki Chu talk about this all the time. Friends that are ruled by the dick, the D, I, I can't say it. Rule by that, they make bad decisions like this. Like, look at some of the men that some of those sisters have dated, and you're but like, you know some are moves and some have not been good moves. We what live else are they, what a, are they supposed to the else they date for? They got to live in such a Pardon. sexually free environment, and I'm sex positive. Just hunch them. You ain't got to move these Negroes in and, and, and just have sex with them. There's nothing you grown. Holler at him after the game. Give him some of that tussie cat and just let it be that. Tristan has never come off like any kind of husband material to me or any kind of long term. All this trying to make what should have been a hookup, Mm -hmm. a marriage or or a long term commitment. And that's why you getting embarrassed in the streets. Right. And they they calling you. They calling all of y'all whores anyway. So, hell, I mean, (laughs) give the people what they want. All right. I'm sure we'll be talking about him in future episodes because they probably get someone else pregnant in this next holiday. All right. No one is more excited than us because uh, Alicia Keys is dropping her long awaited double album keys on Friday. And we're giving you an exclusive first listen during her iHeart radio album release party. Take a look. Stream it this Thursday, December 9th at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on Fox Soul on our YouTube channel or foxsoul.tv. Are y'all excited for this listening party? Q, I know you are. 
Girl, I am so excited to hear two CDs about how she's with that lady husband. Yes, first of all, you know, that's first of all, that was, that's what we <laughs> bring on the music, baby. I love me some Alicia Keys. I love it. Mm-hmm. L.A. Reid said he'd like to see uh, Beyonce and Mariah Carey do a verses together. He said that Bay Beyonce is the queen, but Mariah is slightly underrated. Are y'all here for this versus battle between Mariah Carey and Beyonce, allegedly? I mean, there's no, no plans. And who would win this? Al, what do you think? First of all, I don't think either of them are going to do it. First of all, Mariah and Beyonce are two different types of artists and they make two different types of music. I mean, I understand what he was saying as far as visually and star power wise, but their careers and journeys are completely different. Beyonce came from a group and Mariah Carey has always been a solo act. I, I don't understand. I think a more... Uh, appropriate, if you would, versus group coming from like LA, we would probably be Pebbles and TLC. <laughs> they gonna get to fighting, don't they? Owe them some, don't Pebbles owe them some money? <laughs> Deacon, there's Pebbles about their money. I think um, I get what LA Reed is saying on paper. Like right. on paper, it makes sense they could go hit for hit. But the, these ladies are two different types of of, of superstars. Um, Mariah's from the era when women were truly iconic. There wasn't the internet, 19 number one hits spanning four decades at this point, three decades. Um, And to Al's point, her and Beyonce are just two completely different, different artists. I mean, I don't know who would go. Honestly and truthfully, I think Rihanna and Beyonce would be more fitting to go hit to hit than a Beyonce and Mariah. I would like it because, yes, they are two icons. They're huge, just superstars. But there could not be more opposite when it comes to stage performance, right? Like Beyonce is working her tail off with all these dance moves and Mariah will be carried in. And you know how she had the dancers moving her? Like they doing all the work for her. And I would like to see them just like position her and get, I just think it's so, I love when Mariah does that grand diva thing. And I love how Beyonce gets down and and, and really puts in, puts on an incredible show. We can dream though, right? We can dream. Yeah, for sure. Mariah could have did one with Tony Braxton. They were from the same era. They could have oh, played around. Yeah, okay. That'd be a good one. Well, I cannot wait to see who the next one is going to be. As long as they um, keep giving us this excitement. And can y'all I'm stop fighting? Over it. Can I'm y'all stop over it? But there's entertainment. Sometimes they be fighting and all that. There's all the little shenanigans that come with it. Y'all like, you don't like that? That's the boy on the stage talking about, it's busy bone, fought y'all career over. It's busy bone, fought y'all career over. Just ghetto. I'm just I'm just done with verses. Between Shaka Khan getting high and busy bone, game banging and little rock, I'm just done with the verses. I think it's so funny when old people fight. <laughs> <laughs> and by old, I mean our age. All right, guys, I want to thank you all for being here. Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds, of course, for another fantastic show. Thank you to everybody in the chat that continues to keep the energy going. And uh, people say that the chat is a show on its own. Uh, thank you so much for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned. The Black Report is coming up next. And uh, we will be back here on Friday. I can't wait to do it all over again with you guys. And Q. <laughs> Another gentleman caller by Friday, you think? Oh, of course. We done. I'm closing down shop. <laughs> okay. I'm good.